0: To it. What's poppin', everybody? Welcome back to What Girl and uh,
1: her mother in law.
0: Happy fucking Thursday. Wow. Welcome back, everyone.
1: I can't believe it's officially the new year.
0: I know. Like it's 2023. I love it. Uh, I'm so excited. It's
1: like all really the things, like you. Just with the whole print, moving the printer, it's just like a different mindset. It's like, right, start oh, yeah. the new year. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> you know, just
0: make those little adjustments to, yeah. Yeah, what she's referring to is, so our setup is, um, she's a work in progress right now for the podcast. So we have like tray tables and like, our j- right, printer, like there's just shit everywhere. So I had a tray table next to me with the laptop that we record this podcast on. And then I have my other laptop that I read emails on but i was i had my laptop that <laughs> we record on like balancing on top of the printer and i was like i'm not half-assing shit this year even though when we're recording this it is still no December. no no it's <sighs> but i'm implement i'm starting to implement my new routine now so i get used to it because you know they say it takes 21 days to form a habit right right i don't have 20, 21 days but we're getting there but I was like, you know what? I'm getting up and I'm moving the damn printer because my laptop's going to fucking fall. Everything's going to unplug. And then I'm going to be pissed at myself that I have to ask something. So I took it down. Right. And that's the energy that we're bringing into 2023. I got up this morning at 8 a.m. on my own. I think I've been waking up in like my REM cycle. You know how you said that? Mm-hmm. And Zane's been trying to do that, too. But I try to like when I open my eyes and wake up, instead of looking at the time and being like, oh, I have more time to sleep. Like when my eyes open, I'm just up. Instead of like looking at and basing it off the time, like I'm basing it off how I feel. Okay. So I've been waking up before 8 o'clock, which was my goal. And then I just start my day. And I've already checked off half of my to-do list today. I'm motivated. And it's like 10 o'clock. It is, yeah, ten twenty three in the morning. And half of list is done. Half of my list That's amazing. is checked off and I'm feeling great about it. Like even something as simple as like I had to go drop something off at UPS and I'm like, eh. Uh, let me like maybe later I'll do a grocery pickup, like make more of the trip. And it's like, no, I just got my car. I went to UPS and then I came home. Mm-hmm. I'm very like that. Are you like that?
1: Like wait but, for something for yes. something else? Yes. Why? Can I tell you that I took out books for Aaliyah months ago. From the I, library? And I keep getting reminders. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh, we gave you a courtesy renewal. And then it'll give me like a new date. And it's like, yeah. I literally passed the library twice a day. Four times a day, because I For drop school, her. Yeah, and then I would come home, and then yeah. I go pick her up and come home. So literally four times a day, I'm passing that library. You think the bitch would remember to drop him off? And uh-huh. then yesterday, I was like, I have to go drop him off because I remembered. Yeah, and then I'm like, Why would I do it today when it's so far yeah. out of the way? So far when it's out of the way, let me wait to do. And you're yeah. right, like just get it done and over with. It's one less thing on my mind. Yes, you know, yes, but. Twenty twenty three is going to be my are, year to start doing better.
0: Are they in your car? No,
1: that's what you should do. Of course, of course. So when I go home now, Ali and I have a few errands, so we're going to get take care of it now. Because yeah. first of all, it's not freezing today, and yeah. the sun is shining. So yeah. I want to. I tend to be more productive on days like this anyway. Yeah. Um. So I'll make sure because now it's on my brain again. Yes. But it's just shit like that that drives me crazy. It's like you ass. You literally passed that. You could have did it like 28 times in yeah. one week and I choose not to. Yeah. Dumbass. If you had them
0: in the, in your car, maybe I you would have. have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And
1: it's always like, oh, they're in a liaison room. I, I, I got them off the shelf and I told them like, all right, bring these. Let's, you know, and no. Yeah. I know. Whatever.
0: Yeah. So I'm sick of doing that. I'm sick of, and Zayn is so good at that. She's like, no, just run to the store and run home. You don't have to do 500 things at once. Mm-hmm. And I love that energy. So I'm starting to do that. Like, yes, it takes time because it's like, what, what do we live like seven minutes from ups so it's like seven minutes there you know what i mean it's like mm-hmm. a 25 minute process by the time you go there drop it off drive home but
1: it's done but it's
0: done and i didn't have to wait till later and like maybe stress myself out more and like make more use of out of the trip it's like done
1: and you started your day earlier because you opened your eyes and got out of bed you didn't open yeah. your eyes and look and go let me get 10 mm-hmm. more minutes or let me scroll my shed mm-hmm. so it's the same time that you would have yeah. started Exactly. So.
0: Yeah, I did good today, and I woke up and I ordered myself <laughs> impulsively. I was gonna put it on my birthday list because everyone's like, I "Never know what to get you," and then here I am. I ordered it for myself because I couldn't wait. <laughs> I yeah, that's but that's okay because this year I don't want any presents. I want to do something with everyone, but I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm gonna think of something like an activity. Like an experience because I really don't need anything or want anything. And it's I'd rather like spend time. Because you time. just
1: ordered it. Yeah. Right I'd rather
0: <laughs> spend like time together than people try to like buy me shit that I just don't need. Mm-hmm. I, I like I want an experience with everyone. So I'm brainstorming. If you come up with anything, let me know. My brain goes to an escape room. Maybe like an escape room and dinner or something like that. Like that I want to like, yeah. do an activity. I love escape rooms. I know. Yeah. yeah. So do I. Yeah. And I we, I think we did one for my birthday one year. Did we? Remember? Yeah. And it was fun, like with the whole fam. Okay. Sounds it was like great. a jail cell or something. You don't remember that? With your dad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. that was what we did for my birthday. So maybe we'll do something like that again. And we got pupusas, remember? She wants me. To- I know yesterday, <laughs> guys. Yes, I, re- yes, I, remember
1: I remember the food.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's what I want to remember for birthday this year. Anyways, so I'll come up with something. But it's hard cuz it's cold. If it was warm, I would have lots of ideas. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, so I ordered myself a Hatch alarm clock. What the hell is that? It's this expensive alarm clock, but I was influenced by this girl that I watch actually. (laughs) She influenced me. She raves about it. And it's like, um, it connects to your phone. You can put on like different colored lights on it. It's got a sound machine. And it does this thing in the morning where it like slowly wakes you up. I'm sure there's a bunch of different settings, but it like almost mimics like a sunrise and it like slowly wakes you up in the morning more peacefully versus "Eh, eh," like the iPhone alarm. Gotcha. Um, And it just got like a bunch of different features to it. But this girl that I watch, her name is Sydney Adams. If you guys watch TikTok, you probably know her. She's like this fitness girly and she's just very motivational. I love like seeing her shit. And she's like, if I could buy this 10 times over, like I would. Like she did like a holiday giveaway and like that was part of it, you know, for her viewers. And she's, like, it has, like, made me a morning person. Like, it's changed my life. Wow. And she's, like, one of those girly that, like, gets up before the sun rises. Like, that's not me. But she's, like, it's just changed the game. It makes me happier in the morning. I feel like I wake up peacefully, you know? Right, right. So I just thought it was something to implement into my new getting up, you know, starting the day productive, feeling good in the morning. I just thought it would, like, start my day off right. Amazing. And it's fucking coming today.
1: Wow. Like, thanks and you Amazon. ordered it today. I
0: ordered it this morning in bed. Wow. I know. That's like, weird. okay, thanks, Amazon. So tomorrow morning is
1: going to be a whole different experience for oh, I'm so
0: excited. <laughs> She's like, I can't wait to go to bed tonight. Just like, Yeah, I'm like, how am I supposed to wait until my birthday if, if like Zayn got it for me? And like the whole month of January, I'm not starting my routine. <laughs> so I needed it. <laughs> but I'm really excited. So I'll let you guys know how it goes. Yes, please do. I've seen it before, but this girl specifically just really influenced me. I was like, okay, need it. Okay. I was like, I want to be like you when I grow up. So I need the hatch alarm.
1: <laughs> okay, Alyssa. What? What are you grateful for today? It's like,
0: shut the fuck up. No,
1: I was trying to say that you're grateful for your thing, but you don't have it. So you get. I guess you can't be grateful for it. Not
0: yet. Mm. I am grateful for Amazon delivery because how the fuck did I order something this morning? That's that not my grateful, today? but I am. Okay. And it's coming today. <laughs> my grateful is a clean house. Zane and I finally yesterday... Actually, like, cleaned and organized this house. The layer of film that was on our bathroom countertop. (laughs) It's so disgusting, but it's real. It's just, it was life. And downstairs, we just had boxes that we haven't unpacked. The garage was literally so bad like there was shit everywhere and we're having our housewarming slash engagement party in January and I just really want to get some art up on these plain ass walls so we like took everything in the garage and we like made one wall with all of our art pieces and we like organized all of his like studio stuff and I had extra furniture in there and our bikes and our new snowblower like it was just hot mess express in that garage and honestly we want to clear it out even more eventually We would love to use it for our cars, like actually use it for our cars, because we always say like growing up, both of us. Oh, sorry. I thought my computer stopped recording for a second. I was really scared. Um, We both have grown up with a garage where we store shit. Right. That's always been like you haven't like my parents haven't. They never use the garage for actual cars. Right. Right, And we would love to actually do that.
1: (laughs) That's just My like God. a little stupid thing. them. They're I know. actually
0: going to use their garage <laughs> for a <our> car. <laughs> We're also blessed because we also have our little workshop in the basement. So we can keep like little shit like that and like keep it more clean. You know, mm. we have like a little wood area. But yeah, so when it snows, I would love to actually use that garage. So mission, get that garage clean. But we just... We took, like, in the basement, there was just, like, random boxes, like, the Wii that, like, just needed to go into the TV stand, you know, like, little shit like that. Mm -hmm. We vacuumed, and we just, you know, organized shit that's been sitting around, and it feels, like, we went to bed last night, and it feels so good, and even Zane was like, which I'm gonna hold him to this, you guys, he was like, we should take an hour every day to just, like, do stuff to the house and, like, unbox shit or put shit in certain spaces, and I was like, you said it, on me. I was like, sounds great to me. Love that idea. Yeah. So now that we have, like, I feel like we needed that, like, base clean mm-hmm. of just, like, organizing. And now I feel like we can actually, like, keep, keep up, with, up it. with it. Yeah. Nice. There was just shit everywhere. So, but that's, like, normal with moving and stuff. But I'm just so happy just to wake up and, like, everything's organized. And we did it, like, right before the new year starts. It just feels really Fresh, nice. Like oh, a yeah. Start to the There's new nothing year. like a clean space. Yeah. It just keeps your mind so good. That's awesome. Yeah, so last night we went to bed amazing and woke up amazing, and it just feels amazing. And she's doing shit. She's already yeah. been to
1: return her package mm-hmm. and got shit accomplished, have her have her list already. Yeah, That's I amazing. also
0: unboxed all my new meal prep containers. Zane got me some. Um, he had ordered a different one that I had put on my list because it wasn't available in the color or something. So, But they came, and they were like, literally, you could fit like... <laughs>
1: they were little like a
0: meatball (laughs) and like a little bit of rice and I was like this is not gonna work because we eat a lot and we need bigger portions so we returned them and got the new ones and those literally came the next day as well but I unbox them all and I'm just so motivated to do that too like I'm so ready to like make some rice and like a protein and some veggies and like put it in the fridge and we have lunch for the week like easy do it Alyssa and it's gonna be life changing. So I'm just really excited and motivated today, as you guys can tell. I'm gonna shut up now. What are you grateful Good for? for? You know. Thank um, you.
1: What am I grateful for? I am grateful for. Zane's uh, snoring. That's, oh, that's cute. You hear him? He's exhausted from last night, <laughs> from cleaning. Um, I'm exhausted for. I'm exhausted. <laughs> yes, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I'm tired, guys, and the reason I'm tired is because my daughter, and this is my grateful—I don't know how to word it, like what I'm grateful for—but I'm grateful for my daughter's happiness. Oh, like that's like she had her um just her college friends are back home for the holidays, so she was able to have a little. She hosted a and little get together, yeah. and it was just fun they they had a great time they were downstairs they had like a game night she got some chips and dips and stuff and it was just so cool but uh it just makes my heart happy to hear them all giggling and laughing and that's something i think in today's society when everything is always so stressful and go 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 and do 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 that when she does get the giggles and the laughs it just makes my heart so happy oh so, I'm happy about my daughter's happiness. That is so cute. I mean, so I'm grateful cute. for my daughter's <laughs> yeah, happiness, yeah, yeah. however. But that's what I'm grateful for because it really made my night last night hearing her. You know, hearing ah. them all, like the chitter-chat of the laughter, it just makes my heart so happy. That's so, so cute. Yeah. So, that's what I'm grateful for, too. I
0: love that. I was going to say something you, you just reminded me of, and now I'm forgetting Fuck, I hate when I do that.
1: Okay. I'm going to switch. This drives me crazy on this side, so I'm going to try to switch it this side. So hopefully it won't be noisy and ho- The
0: pop filter?
1: Yeah, because it like like when I'm trying to read, this whole arm is in my way. Oh. Uh, so I want to Oh, wait. No, I have to move it. Guys, I'm sorry.
0: Okay, pause. Don't worry, we'll have brand new mics very soon.
1: Okay, see this is much better cuz now it's not in my way. Sorry guys.
0: Yay. yay I moved it <laughs> okay now we're ready for
1: emails uh yeah I just want to warn y'all because I finally figured out that's when I really have problems reading is my eyelash because it it like messes with my contacts so it always gets super blurry and I notice that's happening so when I go home I'm gonna have Aaliyah pluck them
0: have you tried the then, serum yet yeah I started like <gasps>
1: not yesterday the day before okay
0: so it's good For two days so i was scared that it might have been like sent like um some people are very sensitive to it so it's good yeah no it didn't bother me at all <gasps> amazing mm-hmm. i hope your lashes start growing you'll see it when when you're done with the bottle you should take it before heavily take a before of your eyelashes looking up and then when you're done with the bottle do another one okay yeah i can't wait fun can't wait okay so let's get
1: emails yeah
0: it's been a minute we were looking at what topics we've done what we should cover today and it's been a really long time since we've done just a classic agamil advice episode we did you know our holiday episodes and new years and guest episodes so we're just going with a good old classic advice episode i'm ready i'm in the right mindset okay let's do it go Um. ahead
1: Okay, pregnant and wedding planning. Hi, ladies. I'm writing this email to you because I don't want to talk about this to people in my life just yet. Plus, I value your opinions. Thank you. So at the end of September this year, I got engaged to my now fiancé, and, well, I'm pretty sure I got pregnant that night. I took the morning after pill just in case. I stopped my birth control because I thought it was making me gain weight, and I had an appointment scheduled to get a different kind for a few weeks, a, a different kind a few weeks later. My fiance, my fiance and I had unprotected sex lots of times before, and it was never, it has never been a problem. So we didn't think much of it. I know, stupid. So now here we are. I'm finding out I'm pregnant and planning my October 2023 wedding. We just Put the deposit down on our venue, $9,500, and our photographer, $1,200, which are both non-refundable, non-refundable. So if I'm correct, when I got pregnant, I would have my baby four months before my planned wedding. I guess what I'm looking for is advice on if I, if it would be strange to do, to have a wedding four four months after giving birth, or should I just try to push back my wedding or... Not have my baby. I don't know. It's such a personal decision, and I'm pro-choice, so weighing my options is something I will do. I just need to get it off my chest, I guess. Thank you for reading my email and any words of advice or wisdom.
0: Attaches a picture of me and my fiancé. I have my opinion. Go right ahead. Um, I say just have the wedding. Because I feel like four months is good. Like, you're not going to be pregnant during the wedding. It's not going to be... A week postpartum, like you'll have four months. Yeah, I also think, and how your baby will be in the wedding. Yeah,
1: is that that your baby is part of your wedding? Yeah, like I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, I, I, agree. I agree. I think that's the same. I mean, not that she's going to take her advice; she's going to figure out what's best for her. Of course, but I think that I—that's what that's I personally would do—is I would have my four month old at my at my wedding like i think that's so beautiful Just make sure you
0: have like a grandma or something you know that can be there for the baby yeah and then you'll Aww. be fine you can still enjoy your night you know I
1: think that's beautiful
0: yeah that's yeah. definitely what i would do i think four months is plenty of time
1: not I that agree. i have
0: given birth but i think that that's a good amount of time to you know get mm-hmm. yourself back together you know feel yeah whole again and have your wedding absolutely good All luck right. to you yeah good luck okay Advice please, help. Hi ladies, I've written in before, but about a completely different issue that kind of resolved itself. Now I feel like I'm in an even worse situation, lol. So I started this job during the time my old relationship was going to shit and I was in a really bad place. I'm an open book in a way, and as soon as I felt a little comfortable in my new job, I opened up to my coworker about the issues in my life and how mentally draining everything was for me. She was the sweetest person ever and talked to me about everything immediately, giving me her Snapchat so that we could text outside of work. At this point, I felt extremely connected to her. I'm not sure if she felt the same, though. A few weeks later, we went out of the country for the better part of the summer for an internship, so I didn't really want to text her. She went out of the country, sorry. A few weeks later, she went out of the country for the better part of the summer for an internship. So I didn't really want to text her and bother her while she was working in another country and exploring. Fast forward to her coming back a couple of months ago and oh my gosh, I just slowly began to fall in love with her in a way. I'm not sure if she even likes girls or what her preferences are and I feel too weird and awkward to ask her. Since we only knew each other for a short amount of time, she went out of the country. We just recently had our first alone hangout and my feelings for her have deepened. Truly don't know what to do because I've never had feelings for a girl before and quite frankly, I've never had feelings this strong before. In a way, I feel like bad that I'm doing something wrong because she is my friend and we do slash have hung out outside of work. She even felt so comfortable as to take her shirt off in front of me. Part of me feels like I should tell her my feelings and then the selfish part doesn't want our relationship to change in any way. Sorry if this is long. Okay, love you. Bye. Oh,
1: this is interesting. Uh, Okay, so my opinion is if you... Okay, so I think you need to be honest with her if you would like to have a relationship with her. If you're not wanting to have a relationship with her, then I don't think you necessarily need to tell her that you have these feelings, but I think you need to keep them in check. I think you need to change your mindset to... She's just a friend and not allow yourself to fall in love with her, even though you say you think you are starting um, to grow those feelings. But if you're not looking to get a relationship out of this, then I say just put those feelings in the back of the mind. You know, like, I don't know, have a little rubber band on your wrist, snap it when you start feeling those feelings or something, (laughs) Uh, to train yourself not to think that way. um, Because it could be very awkward, especially since you don't know if she likes women, you don't know, like, her you know, is she in a relationship? Is she, you know, so I don't know. If you want a relationship out of it, go be honest, open up, you're an open book. If you don't necessarily want a relationship, then I would just stifle my feelings, you know, change my mindset about those feelings anyway.
0: Mm. Um, here's what I would do <laughs> if I were you. I would somehow subtly try to, Bring up some sort of conversation or, um, in some sort of way, try to find out if she is maybe bisexual or into women without blatantly asking her. That's what I would try to do because if you guys are hanging out one on one, you're having like maybe some deep conversations, whatever. Like,
1: she took her shirt off in she front took of her, her, which
0: girls do, mm-hmm. so maybe she isn't right into girls right. you know like because then she would take that a little more seriously right um but i would try to subtly figure it out somehow okay and then go from there because it sounds like you guys are getting very close and it, it's a very good friendship for you so personally i wouldn't go so quick to ruin it and like make it a little bit awkward mm-hmm. and just be like i like you are you into women and then she's gonna be like this is weird now no, no okay like yeah like i feel like that could be kind of an awkward situation so i would yeah maybe try to subtly figure it out and um you'll get the hints at some point you know what i mean yeah without blatantly asking right because if you do really like her like and then you find out that she is bisexual like that could be something that you could explore and it can make you really happy but i don't think that you should just quickly throw away the friendship i think you should uh do a little investigating first i agree with Alyssa. Okay, cool. and that
1: is that is a going off like if I said if you wanted a relationship out of this, it seems like then, she really
0: likes her and wants to be. Then in a that's
1: what I would do also, instead of just blatantly being like, "Oh, I like you. Do you like me?" Yeah, um, like to feel out if she even you know is bisexual. Um, mm-hmm. But again, if if it's like a work situation, you're like, damn, I don't want to have these feelings because I don't want to, you know, it could be awkward, you and know, you, gotta like, let you know, go. relationships at work. But then in that case, then you would have to let those feelings go. Get that rubber band, snap your wrist. Yeah. <laughs> be like, damn, stop thinking of her that way. Yeah. Um, but I think you'll figure it out, you know,
0: like, wow. Wow. That's so cute. <laughs> <don't>? If you, <laughs> I'm just thinking about if you just went to her and like, oh, I like you, like, I want to know if you're into me. She immediately would probably be like, oh, my God, I've been getting changed in front of you, <laughs> giving you a free show. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny. It is
1: kind of funny. <laughs>
0: Damn. She's like, oh, my God, I'm getting naked in front of you, and you're just, like, over there salivating. Well, I guess I did that, huh?
1: <laughs> okay. Um, I need, um, it says I need a biased opinion, but I think she means an unbiased opinion. Probably. So we're going to give it to you. Uh, hello, ladies. I told my now ex-husband that I wanted a divorce back in January of 2019. He was nice enough to let me stay living in his house until my dad got my bathroom fixed at the place I was moving into the following month. During that time, my ex and I were not sharing a room, but we were still hooking up occasionally. Ooh. Also during this time, I mm-hmm. met up with a friend and well, one thing led to another and we did the deed in the back seat of my car. I went home with a hickey on my shoulder, and my ex saw it and said I cheated on him.
0: Oh no! Do you
1: guys feel that I was cheating or not? I filed for divorce in March of 2021, and it was finalized in August of 2021. It took a while because I couldn't afford it sooner. Thank you for the podcast and your opinion.
0: Um, um no, because you guys were not—you guys were in separate rooms. That's his, That's his fault that he connected feelings with still hooking up with you occasionally when you're not together anymore. You literally are like, oh, we're getting a divorce. We just yeah. haven't paid for it yet.
1: She wanted a divorce since January of 2019. So that whole time you were checked out of that relationship. Sure, you were still having...
0: You were legally s- together. Sex legally married legally
1: still married but, but you were no. long checked out of the relationship when this happened and you know what i don't i don't view that as cheating as all. not at, at all. all
0: you're not you I mean, it's like a breakup but you just didn't do the paperwork yeah yet, that's
1: kind of what happened with ever and i's uh, yeah, yeah. And and, you're like i'm not gonna wait till the divorce to be finalized yeah. no and yeah no 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 yeah that's not cheating and if so then damn i'm a fucking cheater
0: <laughs> right like <laughs> but, uh, he he's he can be totally okay with sleeping in a separate room you know, that's fine.
1: And I'm sure he was probably doing it. too. Uh, just saying, industry was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. No. Don't don't let him don't let him fuck with your mind.
0: And also like who gives a shit what he thinks? Right. He's not next together. for a reason. You're divorced. <laughs> okay, so the next one will give like a little bit of a trigger warning, I guess. Um she's writing to us about what she's been going through and asking kind of like the the subject line is is this an eating disorder? So if that's, like, a hard topic for you, skip a little bit. Okay. Um, Hi, ladies. I am obsessed with your podcast. My ADHD brain feels like it's on fire, and I love it. <laughs> I love <laughs> Thank you. It's kind of the best compliment we've <laughs> ever gotten. Because <laughs> every five minutes, we're like, squirrel. <laughs> every episode feels like a conversation shared with my best friend. Oh, Thank you. Anyways. I was listening to, I believe, an older podcast from Ladies and Tangents that covered things. Is that another podcast, I guess? Uh, that covered things like body image, diet, and gym culture, and eating disorders. Oh, I guess. Another podcast guess, she was yeah, listening to, et cetera. It had a special guest. I'm blanking on the title of the podcast and who the guest was. I'm so sorry. My dog is chasing my cat and Grey's Anatomy is blaring, although I'm not complaining. And I have my AirPod in and and the clicking of the keyboard is just so clicky and my brain is just on fire and it's just a lot. Okay, I'm with you. She's like, the sounds and the TV is going and my dog and my cat are fighting and I just can't even focus. I don't remember. Um, although I have never related more to a podcast in my life. A little backstory on me and my fitness journey. In March of 2022, I rejoined the gym for the first time post-COVID slash pandemic. I live in Ontario, Canada, so things were opening back up. Prior to this, I had a membership and rarely ever went. March of 2022 rolls around and I decided to begin going five times a week. Every morning, Monday through Friday, I rolled my sorry ass out of bed at 5 a.m. and would go. Unsure of where to even start in the gym and being insecure, I was not getting a good workout in. Although I give myself credit, uh, props for showing up and utilizing the same four machines on repeat. In April of 2022, I met a guy and fell in love with him. The most toxic, abusive relationship, but stay tuned for that for another email. Anyways, he would always tell me that I was a, quote, good girl and not in like a seductive way. When I would go or would be disappointed, Oh, good girl, like when she would go to the gym or he would be disappointed if she didn't go. Mm. I just didn't get good vibes from him and felt like he didn't like my physical appearance and that I, quote, needed to go to the gym. If I didn't go, he would suggest and make comments that I should go for at least a walk to get my exercise in. Mind you, I'm on my feet for at least nine hours a day working in childcare. It might sound like he was just being caring towards my health, question mark. Um... Sorry guys, the 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 way she wrote this is literally the lightest gray color. So I'm really trying hard to read this right yeah, now. Yeah, I it, it just looks like
1: a blank screen with yeah. a little bit of color on mine. I'm really trying. I don't know how you're doing it, honestly.
0: Um but I but it was truthfully really condescending and douchey. A lot of people would come up to me and ask me if I had been working out, saying that it was showing. I have truthfully never been so mad and frustrated at myself. I wasn't personally seeing results. My ex was taunting me about the gym and physical activity levels, and I was just fluster fucked about it all. <laughs> I love you. Being insecure, not personally seeing any results myself, I decided to put myself into a calorie deficit as per my ex's suggestion. He would always push and suggest the idea of calorie deficits, extreme fasting, etc. I track all of my activities on my Apple Watch daily, and was only following the burned calories that it displays and not the natural calorie burning. I counted every, cal- every single calorie and refused to eat something if I didn't know the calorie count or the nutrition values. I was maybe consuming seven to 800 calories a day, which was obviously not healthy for an adult. I also attempted intermittent fasting, and I stopped eating after 6.30 p.m. Most days, I would have to skip dinner to, quote, follow the rules of the fast. It got to the point where I would even check the nutritional value on condiments and constantly referring to the number on the scale. I strongly recommend to never get a smart scale that tells you your body fat percentage and all that jazz. During the podcast, a comment was made that was something along the lines of, quote, "When will I stop counting the calories for the butter that I spread on my toast?" And I've never related more in my life. I was actually listening to that podcast recently at the gym and I actually began to cry because I related so much. Moving forward to September of 2022, I had just taken maybe a month or two off from the gym during the summer and kind of fell out of the habit of calorie counting. I had also gotten out of the relationship. I decided that it was time to go back to the gym. As I had been paying for the membership, anyways, I met with a personal trainer in an attempt to build a healthier relationship with the gym. She helped me create a four week workout program to follow that was designed for five times a week. After maybe a month of going, I went apple picking with a friend and we were obviously taking the cheesy Instagram pictures. I went home that night um, deciding which ones to post. Still being insecure about my body, I was judging myself hard, but that's when I noticed the changes to my body. I noticed that my legs were looking a little different, that it didn't fill out my shirt as much around the belly area, and that my boobs had looked a little smaller. I still posted the photos and, but felt extremely insecure. I'm still calorie counting and refusing to eat anything that I know has high calories. Is this an eating disorder? Can we talk about it? Please. I feel like this is a part of the gym and diet culture that still isn't talked about enough i truly feel like it is wired in my brain i just want to work out feel good and be better overall i know being at the gym is so good for my mental health and helps me work out a lot of my stress and such but on the other hand it almost feels like my ocd tendencies are shining bright i don't know how to turn this off and it is driving me bonkers any suggestions i'm sorry for the long email i just hope that this inspires a podcast episode that will help the other fellow gym goers and it will spark a conversation within society thank you ladies for the amazing podcast they make me crack up every time lots of love love you bye yeah. Hopefully I do that justice because that was really hard to read. Uh, you did it. And usually I
1: read along and I just couldn't today. Yeah. So I paid attention more because I wasn't yes. reading along. And um, I'm glad you got re- rid of the douche. Thank uh, God. Yeah, he sounds yeah, terrible. Yeah, because I think he... I don't know if this is going to be uh, classified as an eating disorder or not. Yeah, we can't But like, he uh, definitely, diagnose you. He definitely caused that. You know, like... With your, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And it's like a mindset that he sort of, in a way, forced on you, Yeah, you know? And and I feel bad for it because now it's something that you're carrying on. And the fact that you're even debating whether it's um, a disorder or not yeah. is kind of sad. I think yeah. that $700, $700, girl, sorry, 700 calories. <laughs> I mean, you knew
0: that, it that wasn't, wasn't healthy, you know
1: you know that the that the not eating or um all, all the habits that you formed you knew weren't healthy, so whether we call it a disorder or not, I think you need you're aware of it, and I think being aware is first step. the first step, right? So you're aware. I think you have a personal trainer. You notice when you posted those pitches, hey, my legs are looking a little better. The blouse isn't as tight. Like, I think, I think you need to release a little on the reins of your calorie um, stuff. And I think, like, you're focusing on the gym. You have the trainer. You're seeing results with the trainer. I think you need to try to maybe go speak to a nutritionist because yeah. maybe that'll switch your mm-hmm. mindset back to something um, a little more healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and it'll give you that freedom of allowing yourself to put butter on your toast or, you know, yeah. or, you know without getting so wor- worried about mm-hmm. it. Because I do feel like right now you have an unhealthy relationship with yeah. food. And I think... Um, maybe sitting down with a nutritionist, just like you sat down with a personal trainer because the gym became an issue, right? You sat down with a personal trainer, now you're seeing results. I think book an appointment. I think sitting down with a nutritionist Mm -hmm. might, um, if you can't do it yourself, I think it might help you adjust that, thinking.
0: Mm -hmm. What you put in your body is just as important as what you're, what exercise you're doing. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, like you said, you met with a personal trainer, like meeting with a nutritionist is just as important. Absolutely. And I'm sure it wouldn't be something that you had to continually do. I think if you sat down
1: with them and, you know, you explained what you're going through, I think they could definitely flip the mindset for you. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, and even if you have to do it a couple of times, but I think having a relationship with, a healthy relationship with food is, is a lot better than just, doing the extremes of what what you're doing
0: uh as somebody who has calorie counted um i've never gone as low as seven to eight hundred so i'm glad that you recognize that that is not okay um i'll just give you like i guess little tips that have helped me uh because i don't do it anymore i fall into you know some months i do it some months i don't it just depends um When I do do it, it's a maintenance calorie, which I won't go into that because I'm not um, like certified in anything with fitness. So that's something you can figure out on your own. But, you know, I'll go online and I'll find like, um, Zane helps me because he's better at that shit, but like calculators where it gives you like the proper amount that you should be eating that isn't isn't, you know, like uh, too little, like actually something that is still healthy for your body, but will help you get to the goals that you want to get in a very healthy way. Um, so with calorie counting in that way, I know it's not for a lot of people. I think it personally works calorie deficits. And I think that as long as it's done in a healthy way and you have a healthy relationship with it and you're not obsessing over certain numbers and you can still go out to dinner and enjoy yourself once in a while, like then I think it's a healthy relationship. I think how you're describing it, it's not. Um, whereas you like literally like are obsessive over it. So take it from somebody that has been obsessive over it. Jerry knows when we first started it when we were like 17, 18, we would measure every little thing on the scale. Um and did we get to our goals? Yes, we did. Um and now when we do it, we're a lot more lenient with ourselves like I understand what you're saying like you look at the menu and you're like, "Holy shit, the side of fries is 500 calories. That's a fucking lot." So I get that mindset, but you have to let go that like eating a salad isn't going to make you skinny just as eating a side of fries isn't going to make you fat.
1: You adjust.
0: You have to have a balance in Mm. life. And like, please like listen to me as somebody who is calorie counted. And I still have a very, very, very healthy relationship with food, a little too healthy. (laughs) So like take it as somebody who has calorie counted and it hasn't like destroyed my eating habits. You have to let go a little and enjoy life. Like, It's so much more enjoyable. I don't know how you are, but as somebody that is personally a foodie, like I need to order in sometimes and go out to eat and enjoy the holidays and like, you know, like find balance in life, because in my opinion, when you restrict yourself way too much, you end up binge eating. It happened to my dad. He did keto for a really long time and then he gained it all back because he was like, fuck, that was way too harsh. And he started eating pizza and pasta and bread again. And instead of just, you know, balancing it, it was like a he went all or nothing and now he's all or nothing the opposite way. So I just think like you have to find a balance in life. And like after calorie counting, yes, I've noticed the calories on things now. So we'll make different choices. We get a lower calorie bread at home. We'll do like, you know, again, everybody's got their thing. Like some people like to eat real ingredients versus like some will say like can't believe it's not butter is like shit chemicals but it's lower calorie so like you know there's certain right. people where it's like i'd rather eat lower calorie and there's people that like well i'd rather eat better ingredients really, right. right so it's like whatever mindset you have like whatever's better for you whatever makes you feel good um but we'll just make little choices like that like now we don't have to put it into an app. We know how many calories are in things for the most part. And it's like, we'll use a little bit less oil. We use our air fryer. I don't even know the last time I've ever deep fried anything. You know, like we'll make better choices like that. When we eat out, we'll get like a fresh deli sandwich instead of going to get in, like fast food fried chicken nuggets, you know? And like, don't get me wrong. Like we just ordered Domino's the other day. And like for Christmas, we vegged out. But like, I love that. Like, that's exactly how I want to live my life. I just want to feel good. And Mm -hmm. sometimes eating shit that's delicious makes you fucking feel good. Mm -hmm. So it's like we've found this balance where it's like on a day to day basis, we'll eat like eggs and our bread and we don't take out certain food categories like we eat our pasta. But and this is something that I heard from a nutritionist that kind of changed my life. And I told my mom about it, too. And I hear her say it a lot, too. That kind of so it kind of like changed her mindset also but there's a nutritionist. I don't know her name. So, so sorry to not give credit to this girl, but I follow her on TikTok and she gives a lot of great advice. And she said one day, think, instead of thinking about what you can remove from your meals, think about what you can add. And as like, once I heard that, I was like, that's actually so true. Like you don't need to remove pasta from your diet. Like add vegetables, add some grilled chicken, like add shit to your food. Like You want to have a burger for dinner? Let's add a nice big side salad. Like, Mm -hmm. add in that shit. Add a vegetable on the side. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you don't need to restrict yourself because then you just end up, like depressed <laughs> literally resentful like, it's like you yeah. almost resent
1: it and it's like then you don't enjoy the journey uh-huh. you don't enjoy like she said she wasn't even like seeing the results but people were saying they saw the results so i think you get that mindset like you get angry about it and then it mm-hmm. kind of defeats the whole purpose of yeah. trying to feel good look good mm-hmm. like it defeats the purpose if uh, if you're if you're feeling miserable yeah so you know i definitely think there's a balance i think everybody has a different approach to it like you said whether it's like real natural or whole foods or right. whether it's like um chemically like like the butter. lower calorie yeah. yeah it's like however you need to make it work yeah for you make it work for you mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so
0: yeah Well, that's some great advice you think yeah I, I get like weary about this shit because i know it's very like a touchy s- subject for people but i feel like I feel like this was an interesting thing. We never talked about anything like this. And as somebody that has calorie counted and still has a healthy relationship with food, I hope that that helped. Yeah. To, I like, I, like I am a walking example of like you can count your calories and still be happy mm-hmm. and still be a happy human. Um, but I definitely think that you need to up your calories. Like I said, go online, find those little calculators. You put in like your age your your weight and everything like that and your goals and do, you know, you need to up them a little bit and have like a healthy thing and maybe you'll enjoy calorie counting then and still reach your goals and feel better about your body and whatever but you'll be way happier because you'll be able to eat and listen to me when you go out to a damn restaurant eat whatever the fuck you want and just on a daily basis make good choices and then enjoy yourself when you want to enjoy yourself exactly and you'll still be fine i promise exactly good luck yeah
1: Okay, uh, venting, advice, boyfriend. Okay. Hi, I don't know what to do. Well, maybe I will at the end of writing this email. Maybe it'll be eye-opening. I'm sorry in advance, but English is my third language, after Portuguese and French. Wow, look at you, that's amazing. So maybe it'll be very confusing to put my thoughts into writing in English. Here we go. So me and my boyfriend, we are together since 2011. We have a beautiful rainbow baby... we have a beautiful rainbow rainbow baby that was born in July of 2021. Well, I think I'm falling out of love.
0: Oh, no. I hate um, these
1: emails. Is it impossible to communicate my feelings with him? For example, this week I was working from... I'm trying to do the math. Minus 12. Nine, so nine to five. five. She was working nine to five and didn't have time to come home to prepare a meal for... I was working and didn't have time to come home and prepare a meal for me and I didn't have time the day before to prepare something in advance. With a baby working full time as a housekeeper, it's exhausting. So I asked him if he would be able to prepare something and bring it to me in my, to my car so I could pass it home in the, on the way to the last house of the day. And since he was already at home preparing something for him to eat, well, he wasn't capable of doing that for me because he didn't want to quit the house just to bring me... Get out of the house, I guess, just to bring her lunch to the car. It's an apartment on the third floor. Uh, for him to come back up again since he had more time to spare and play games before returning to work. Mm. Well, that really turned me off and he proceeds to say it's my fault and that I don't make time to eat since it was me that decided to work for her, for her work hours. He is always flipping the situations, trying to... He's always trying he's always flipping the situations. The thing here is is that we wouldn't do that he wouldn't do that for me. What can I say he is' he's never been the type of romantic guy buying flowers or giving me unexpected present presents. I can buy a five hundred pound is that pounds
0: less
1: euros euros okay I could buy for him a five hundred pound euro set up for him to play. I don't know what he. I do know what he likes and what he wants. He, on the other hand, don't seem to know me. My birthdays are special occasions. He doesn't care to surprise me or do something different. We do share accounts, um, but a bag, 150 euros, is too expensive for me. I'm so turned off in all levels. Uh, I have so much to say. I tried to speak with him, reasonably saying that I do need to feel special. I do try to do everything for him and our son, but it never seems to be enough. I do know him very well, but he never buys me a little something, even in a grocery store. He doesn't bring me like a little chocolate thing home to say that he thought of me. And in my birthdays, he tells me, well, it's your birthday. You can go buy some clothes. (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Um... So since I don't know what you like, I mean, it's more thoughtful if you gave me a rose. I'm always thinking of everyone and of everyone's needs. And it's true. I almost never buy nothing for myself. My priority is him and my son and what they need. And I put myself at the end. My first Mother's Day with a rainbow baby, he didn't even get me a card or a flower. And he had two opportunities to do that. The Portuguese day of Mother's Day and the French one. He... um does help a lot around the house he cleans the dishes in the kitchen taking out the garbage vacuuming the house etc as I do as well but I see that it's an obligation that is equal to both I'm a bit lost before I said before I used to cry my eyes out and now I'm just distracted with all this I know everybody has a different love language and maybe because of that we're not compatible when I try to speak to him he flips out um, he flips everything to make it me the responsible one, for his actions and behaviors. We live in France, and we are far away from our family back in Portugal, so I don't know what to do. Living here in France and paying our rent um, or to loan to the bank is almost impossible being single. I don't even dare read back. I don't even dare to read all back because I th- think reading i will spot a lot of mistakes <laughs> i'm sorry if it was hard but uh to read but my mind is everywhere okay love you um wow,
0: wow. well your baby is adorable
1: absolutely adorable. first of all
0: i love the little outfits like already look at his me? boots i can't oh i accidentally just downloaded it to my google drive so i now have a picture of your son on my google drive oh, oh my god that's adorable you <laughs> can
1: have him forever and ever <laughs> um i want to say yesterday i actually um saw something in our group um somebody's advice uh somebody had just recently put in there like how would you feel i didn't read the whole thread but it was something like how would you feel if your significant other got you absolutely zero for christmas and everybody's response is like i would leave him one person's response was in their relationship, she sort of felt the same way and literally had to say what she expected, like have a sit down conversation and say kind of like what you expect out of it. Um, and like she said, she's more of like a handmade, homemade, thoughtful kind of like that kind of person rather than like store things. So she expressed that to her significant other. And she said, ever since they had that conversation about what her expectations were, from a gift giving sort of thing that it's never been an issue since. So I know you said you've maybe spoken to him about it, but tell him like things like, oh, here's your credit. Here's my credit card. Go buy yourself some clothes where you would have preferred a single rose because it was more thoughtful. I think I think men, especially when we go to talk to them, I think a lot of men automatically get on the defense. So I think if you approach it in a in a way where hey, like I just want to be made feel be made felt special. Like I want to feel special in our relationship and I don't feel special. I don't want your credit card to go clothes shopping on my birthday. I would rather a single rose. I think if you explain that to him on when you're not arguing or fighting or when he's not flipping situations to make you look like the wrong one. I think just like an everyday conversation, bring it up nonchalantly kind of just and see how he hears and responds to that. Because I don't know if throwing a relationship away, I mean, it's a 10 year relationship and you have a son together and it seems like it's the gifts. I mean, like, although he didn't, he didn't want to bring her down a sandwich down the three levels of the apartment either. Um, but I, I don't think throwing out a relationship over gift giving, uh, if you're saying it's very obvious you guys have different love languages, um, maybe do that test, maybe show him the results of your test of what makes you feel or what makes him feel. Maybe be an eye opener. Sometimes people need to actually see it. So I think maybe doing that love language test together with him, side by side, reading the results of each other's, you know, um, reading the results together might be eye opening for him. Um, if he's not abusive, if he's caring and attentive in other ways, if he's helping around the house and it's a 50 fifty situation and if it's only really about the gifts to me, that's not a reason to leave a relationship, you know? I mean, but that's just my two cents because maybe it's a little bit deeper rooted than you're letting out to be. But just going off this email, I don't think I would leave a relationship over this. I think I would let my partner know what I would expect. Because listen, I mean, ever, I've said it a million times before, ever will kiss the ground I walk on, literally, like up my ass all the time, He has coffee, He has this, I mean, it's ridiculous how much he does for me, but he's a terrible gift giver, you know, and I've just expected it, you know, like, if, if I don't say this is what I want, I won't get it, you know, like, he doesn't, he doesn't pick up on the subtle clues, the subtle hints, and I'm not gonna judge his character for that, because that's just not how he is, you know, he's great in so many other ways, sure, it kind of makes me feel like, ugh. But all his other qualities more than make up for it. So that's I think. That's my advice. Sorry, I'm rambling.
0: No. Um, okay. Here's what I think. Um So I'm so glad that you brought up the love language thing because as Jerry was reading this email, I kept going to my head, Love language, love language, love language. It's so important. So I wholeheartedly agree. I think that you both should do the test. Uh, speaking from personal experience, Zane and I didn't have any major issues like this. He was always like nice like that. But when we did sit down and we both did the test, it really kind of like opened my eyes to certain things like when, say, he would come home and I did the dishes and I bought him a piece of chocolate from the store. Yes, he would be excited about it, but not as excited as I would be. And I'm like, "Why? This is like the best thing ever. Like, why are you not so super excited? Because that's not his love language. Me doing the dishes and giving him a gift is not as exciting to him as words of affirmation or physical touch. That's more meaningful to him. Whereas you can tell me I'm beautiful and hug me all day, but like do the damn dishes and bring me a piece of chocolate. That's yes. means so much. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. So it's like, it really opened our eyes to like, oh, that's why... I get Receive a little it bit, different way. yeah. I yeah. get a little bit disappointed when I feel like I'm doing something so majorly exciting, and you're not that excited about it, because that's not really exciting to you. That's exciting to me. Mm-hmm. So it kind of opened our eyes, and he's like, "Oh, like instead of me hugging you and telling you, I mean, which is fucking great, like please hug me and tell me I'm beautiful all day." But I get way way more excited if you like, without me asking you, do a chore around the house or bring me home a little surprise from the store. Like, and it's not about a gift. It's about you thought of me. And that's really cool Mm -hmm. because I do it for you all the time. Like I'll bring you home a t-shirt or a piece of chocolate or something. But- That's way more meaningful to me. So it really opened our eyes in a way of like, oh, like that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. you want me to tell you you look good and hug you and hold your hand and tell you you look so handsome and I love your haircut. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Versus like, you don't give a fuck if I. I mean, obviously it's nice when I bring him a gift, but like, you don't care if I vacuumed the floor. You're not even going to notice, right? Versus like, if you vacuumed the floor, it'd be like. So it really, really, it really opened our eyes to like, oh, that's why we react differently to the different things that we've done. So we've kind of like adjusted, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think that helps so much. I agree with Jerry. I think, I don't think you have like a devil on your hands. Like he helps you around the house, you know, like that's really great that he helps you with those chores and like, yes, it's not helping you. Like it is like a 50-50 thing, but um he's a willing participant you don't have to be on his ass about it he he
1: understands and he does it
0: yes so i think that you need to talk to him and be like straightforward like no beating around the bush like i would love if you went to the store and sometimes you brought me home a little surprise i would love if sometimes you packed me a little lunch for when i leave for the day like then and add you a little don't, note in the lunch and a little love note. I did that for Zane the other day. Aww, I added so a little sweet. love note in his lunch for work. Like, did he appreciate that as much as me giving him a hug? I don't know. <laughs> but it's like you. I think that you need to not beat around the bush and just tell him exactly how you feel. Tell him you would rather him get you. You would rather him get you if even if he doesn't know what to get you. Like, go to the store and pick out a shirt. And I'll exchange it if I need to. Mm-hmm. But, like, you picked out that shirt, and I love it. Or, well, like she said, even a
1: single rose would have been more important Go than pick here, a flower take my time. credit card. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm that type of person where it's like, yeah, sure. I would rather ever go fucking pick a flower on the, on pick, pick me a damn fucking weed. You know what <sighs> I'm saying? But please go outside
0: and pick the weeds. Thank you. But the fact that he
1: thought of me is what it is. And yeah. it, it appears to be like, she's the same sort of love language. Like me and you are where it's like, she wants to be thought of outside of, Hey, can you do this, this and this? Like, just take it upon yourself to do. And I think doing the test together, reading the results together, really going in depth about it, I think is going to make your relationship completely different. I hope that for you anyways. I agree. Good luck and keep us updated. And by the way, your English was great. Yes.
0: All right. Last one. Ready? Ready. Good morning, ladies. I'm currently sitting at work typing this email because I just simply cannot clear my mind. So I need y'all's help. Okay. So I'm dating this guy and have been for about two and a half months. He is seriously the most perfect person ever. He opens and holds the doors. He pays for things. He brings things home for me just because. Mm -hmm. Ah, He even bought me a whole ass Christmas tree because I briefly mentioned that I wanted one for my room. We cook dinner for my family, helps with things around the house without asking, planned a whole birthday surprise for me, etc. You get the point. He is so good and all of my friends and family love him. But, but there's been something missing and I'm not sure if that's something that can be developed or not. Here's the hard part. I've been friends with this guy from college for four to five years now. He lives about two hours away from me. My family loves this man. My entire family, extended and all, have been convinced that we will get married one day, but we have been strictly friends for so long that I have always told them no. However, it is hard to not let those comments get the best of you. We never tried to date in college, but we would hang out all the time he truly is one of my best friends but there is no denying that there are some feelings on my end and maybe possibly on his my boyfriend and i went on a trip this weekend and the other guy was there too it was all my college friends getting together so it wasn't just us three lol i had such a good time with my boyfriend but the minute i saw my guy friend game over feelings are there here's the dilemma do I end it with my boyfriend and pursue my friend with the risk that it wouldn't work and lose the two people that I adore in my life? Or don't risk it and just stick with what I got because it is good. I will also add that me and the guy friend went on one quote date right before my boyfriend and I started talking, but it was a big old mishap and neither of us really followed up on it. Uh, so that was kind of unresolved. Okay, when I told my friend that there may be possible feelings there and he agreed he asked me out on a date The date was not communicated very well I thought it was just dinner because he never made it clear that that was the date So after that mishap date, neither of us talked about it So i'm not sure if he has feelings or not But when I saw him this past weekend, he couldn't look me in the eye and was acting very weird maybe because if there was Maybe because my boyfriend was there or maybe because he does like me. I don't know man anywho What should I do? Love your loyal follower. Damn. (laughs) What would you do? (sighs) (laughs) She feels bad for you. I feel
1: so bad for you. Oh, what would I do if I was in your place? I know what I would do. I think I would keep my boyfriend and keep my best friend college friend. Same. I'd forget about him in that way. I would. Because, listen, the the you said it yourself. You can't get over all your family's comments. Everybody always said we were going to get married. It's so embedded in your brain. Yeah. So, of course, when you see him, you're going to go, yeah. But you know what? It's like grass is always greener. Mm-hmm. Like you could look at him and be like, "Oh, I could tear that up," <laughs> and then realize that you're destroying both the relationships—your best friend relationship with your college friend—and then this relationship with this boyfriend who your family and friends and yourself all seem to love He's and enjoy. So many great qualities. I mean. Right, so in my opinion, why risk it? And I am not understanding the whole date thing, like what went wrong with the one uh, yeah, date too. that you kind of went on. But um, to me, that's like an indicator. Like it didn't it didn't flow, it wasn't natural, it didn't, whatever, the miscommunication, like whatever it may have been, it didn't go the way either of you thought. And to me, that's an indicator of maybe because it wasn't meant to be and why ruin something that is so great and wonderful now with your current boyfriend. I would just let him be. I would keep it as friends. Listen, you guys are close friends, great friends. Leave it at that. I agree. Okay.
0: I'm glad you agree because I was
1: like, damn, you know, is it going to be a missed opportunity? Is she going to grow up regretting not ever
0: going with him? And it's like, it's like, it's a fantasy. You don't know that guy. You know, your boyfriend is a good person. He does. He helps you out with all the things that he's done for you. He's a very, very good partner. You, your family loves that guy, sure. But, like, you went on one date with him. You didn't communicate after. You don't know him. You don't know the bad qualities that he has or the red flags. You know what I mean? Like, it's a
1: fantasy. I'm sorry. Because knowing somebody as a friend and knowing somebody as a boyfriend are two very, very completely different things. So she might be hearing you say, you don't know him. And she might be home going, no, I know him really well. No, as a dating partner, you don't. So you, the way you know him, sure, it could be fantasy of, oh, it could only get better, but maybe it could be completely shit. And what you have right now is gold. I mean, everything that you listed, (laughs) all the, all the core foundations of a great relationship. I mean, he's thoughtful and caring and helps out. And yeah, What more would you want? Yep. You know? Yep. I say stick with him and put that man out your mind in that way. Keep him as your college best friend. He lives two hours away. Goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. It's very easy to be tempted by something that appears to be
0: Fun and fresh.
1: Yeah. And it's like, but what are you throwing away? And in a month, it won't be fun and fresh anymore. Right. And what you have now, this is two and a half months in. Would be gone. Right. So just, I say stay with him. I agree. And I also am a very big believer in if it's meant to be, it will. So if if it was meant for you to be with this college guy, it will. Yeah. I don't think you should
0: force toss it. this
1: one right now in the garbage yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Everything happens for reasons. What's What's meant to be will be, you'll end up where you need to be. Exactly. Life always works itself out, so... I say, stick with where you're at, me too. And I hope it goes well for you and I hope that you send us an update. Yes, please. Yes, please. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. We are we hope that you're having a great start to your year. Um, like I said in the last episode, we haven't done it yet, but upgrades coming very soon to the audio. I'm super excited about it and I hope that you guys can uh, hear the difference. <laughs> and you like it um and that's it so if you guys don't mind if you can rate us five stars on spotify please do so if you haven't already it literally takes two seconds you don't have to type anything you just hit the little button and it really really helps us out and if you want to start off your year right you can subscribe to us it is only three dollars a month and you'll get our episodes early and you don't have to listen to ads so you could go check that out there's a link in the description we appreciate all of you for subscribing it really means the world to us and it just really helps us out, put out free episodes. Um, and yeah, I hope you have a great weekend and we can't wait to talk to you all on Monday.
1: Okay. Love
0: you. Bye.